When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Do you feel a way because you can't call me C. Gutter? I'm jealous. Why? I'm so jealous. Jealous. I would like, because here's what it is. You're still my guy. I know, but in my head, I play it out this way. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, by the way. Uh, ESPNU, presented by Progressive Insurance, Series XM80, and all of our great ESPN stations across the country. In my head, I play it out like somebody calls me. And I'm like, hey, I can't talk. And they're like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, Gutta and I are going. Uh, we're going to show prep stuff. We're going to meet in Smalls and Gutta. Like that to me, that's like a coolness factor that I now don't have. You don't have that. I don't have no, that. No. You want yeah. his coolness residue? Yes, that's what I'd like. Hmm. Yeah, like, hey, what are you up to today? Oh, Smalls, Gutta, and I are going to grab a dinner. <laughs> you like, know what? Maybe, maybe you would have had that had you played better in Nyack, but because Ooh, you didn't, now tough place it's to play. again Nyack, tough place tough to play. Place, uh, tough yeah, place. but not eight interceptions though. <laughs> Seven would have been okay. <laughs> You're making it seem like if I would have had a little less. Oh, oh, he only had a six interception game. I'm now. Oh, def- that's a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Well, I'd rather have that than me. That's for sure. Uh, last oh, night, man. Lions and the Packers. There's a lot of fun NFL stuff to do here. So here we're going we're to bang through a bunch of things. We've got a couple of pieces of sound that are really interesting as well. Lions Packers last night. I think we're all agreeing whether the Lions are going to be number three on the NFC power rankings behind San Fran and Philadelphia. However, you want to range the top two. They're either three or four. They are the upper echelon of teams right now in the NFC. They beat the Packers last night at Lambeau 34-20. to And this is a team now that is a tough, nasty, run-first football team led by their head coach and Dan Campbell. I also will defend the Packers in this regard. The Packers, after losing a Hall of Fame quarterback and having a first-time starter with a very young team or two and two through four games, is it perfect? No. But this is kind of where we thought they would be yeah. at this point. Yeah, but it shouldn't look the way that it did last night. Like it, it, They didn't show up to play, Ev, and that's my biggest concern. A young team, uh, effort should not be one of those things that the coach has to coach. Like Matt LaFleur coming out of halftime said, I just want to see who's going to fight because nobody fought. They had 21 total yards of offense. It was an absolute embarrassment. Coming off the highest of highs, a comeback in the second half against the Saints, which is a top 10 defense. They were down 17. They made it happen, and it was led by Jordan Love. He was the catalyst. There was no reason for that offense to be as bad as they were last night. I mean, outside of penalty-aided first downs, they only had one first down in the first half. And it came with seven seconds to go in the half. They didn't give their defense a chance. And that's the part to me that's inexcusable, Smalls. Yeah, and conversely, it feels like the Detroit Lions, they're never going to be the type of team that you have to coach effort out of because Dan Campbell has that instilled in these guys. These, It's so funny, Evan, you earlier in the show were saying when we first got introduced to Dan Campbell as the Lions head coach, a lot of us were wondering if this was a shtick, the coffee, the biting of the kneecaps, the intensity, the energy. I love how formal you were, the biting of the kneecaps. You know the biting of the kneecaps. The biting She's of such the a kneecaps. great broadcaster. <laughs> that her voice is so perfect. And then it's, it's when, you, when you put that in there of, yes, hi, I'm Michelle Smallman. The biting of the kneecaps. The biting of the kneecaps. Yes. The biting of the kneecaps. There, there, there we go. Wait, wait, we, have, we have troll Small's voice. Can we have football girl Small's oh, okay. voice? Here we go. <clears throat> Here we go. 
I'm channeling my inner Dan Campbell. Here we go. This is a Detroit Lions team that is never going to back down. These yeah. are football players that are going to show up with a chip on their shoulder excited to play. I can't do it. I can't. No, you can't you're good. You're alive. This is a delicate instrument, guys. It's going to go at any time. But seriously, though, it seems like this team has taken on the identity of Dan Campbell. And while we're looking at the Green Bay Packers last night, who frankly, got their butts whooped, as their head coach said, and you're saying that they shouldn't have to be coached up on an intensity level. It feels like the Detroit Lions, they're there. They're a team that's going to bring that every week. So in that division, obviously the Lions are the team that we're expecting now to win it. We expect the Packers to hover one of the teams that we expect to be out of it now, the Minnesota Vikings. Their stud-wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, obviously listens to Unsportsmanlike, and we appreciate that (laughs) because we've been talking about the possibility of Kirk Cousins' trades and should they be a sneaky tank team, even though they kind of let a ton of guys go. See Adam Thielen in Carolina. Teams should take a flyer on him and try to trade for him, by the way, around the deadline because Carolina's going nowhere fast. I know they don't have their pick, so maybe they don't want to dump guys. Nonetheless, uh, their wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, is already, we're in week four, (laughs) tired of the trade talk. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. All of the trades and stuff like that, we're we're at the end of the day, at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's not going to be perfect every time. You know, it's things that you got to go through throughout the season uh, to, to really tell if you're going to be a great team or not. Uh, of course, we're handling the adversity earlier in the season, uh, you know, with the turnovers and being 0-3 to start. Uh, but there's a, a whole... Yeah, I mean, CC, a 13-win team last year. They win all of the close games they played last year. They've played three games already. We're in week four, and mm-hmm. your best player outside of your quarterback is now already saying, I'm tired of the trade talk. And this is the NFL, not the NBA or Major League Baseball, where trades are way more come with way more, way more regularity. Yeah. That's a little bit of a red flag. Well, I mean, with every loss, the volume on that conversation is only going to get louder just because the Vikings haven't given Kirk Cousins the kind of security long-term that he's looking for. So this is a, a situation or a conversation of the Vikings' own making, and the guys in the locker room have something to do with it too because they ain't won a damn game. If you want it to go away, then go out there and beat the Carolina Panthers because let me tell you what's going to happen if you don't. If you don't beat the Carolina Panthers – that it is franchise malpractice if the GM and the head coach don't consider pivoting and trading Kirk Cousins and getting everything they can get for him now for a team that's starved for a quarterback because they clearly don't view Kirk as a part of their long-term future. It makes no sense to pay a guy top-of-the-market money that's not a part of your future and it's not a part of winning in the here and now. So trading Kirk Cousins seems to be the thing that makes the most sense if this team continues to lose. I get that Justin Jefferson depends on the quarterback in order to do his job and to get his money. Mm-hmm. But, hey, bro, you might have to get used to Nick Mullins throwing you passes because I don't know that Kirk Cousins is going to be around much longer. Even if they win this weekend, is it really going to change your mind about what they should do with Kirk Cousins? No. Even if they win two or three in a row, will that change your mind about what the Vikings should do with Kirk Cousins? Because seemingly he's not going to be their answer long term. And if a team like the New York Jets is willing to give you – Whatever they can give you for for Kirk Cousins, why wouldn't you take it right now? Let me be, let me be, let me be let me be clear about one thing. Okay, if they win two in a row, that means they beat the Carolina Panthers and they beat the Kansas City Chiefs. If they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, then I'm in on Kirk Cousins. Right. Okay. Okay. That's but, uh, yeah, but, but that's not going. But that's not going to happen. And I'm out but on the Jets part of it. Hold on, I'm out on the Jets. Even if they beat the Chiefs, though, it doesn't seem like what they want to do with Kirk Cousins and his future in Minnesota is going to shift that much. I agree, but I'm out on the Jets part of it. I'm eliminating them as an option because after this weekend, the Jets are going to fall to one and three. They're done. They're 
you're playing in a division with the Miami Dolphins, who are awesome, the Buffalo Bills, who worst case scenario are very good, and New England, who's just better than them but not great. It, it's got to be Atlanta. But if Atlanta's you're but, the place. but if you're trading for Kirk, it's not just a decision for 2023. It's a decision long term because of what it's going to cost in order to get Kirk. And that's why I would disagree with you with the Jets part of it. I mean, you got a team that's ready to win now, and even if you can't win this year, you can certainly win next year. Forget about the Aaron Rodgers of it all because you don't know what kind of quarterback is coming back, age 41 off an Achilles. But Kirk Cousins, we know that he can produce in the passing game. We know that Kirk Cousins is going to fill up the stat sheet. Mm -hmm. And that's all this Jets defense needs. That's all this young skill position core needs. So if you're Rob Sala, if you're Joe Douglas – you not only have to sell something to the fan base, but you got to sell something to the other guys in the locker room. Going out and getting a Kirk Cousins in the middle of the season when you seemingly falls out of it says sends the right message to those guys that we're going to do everything it takes in order to put a competitive team on the field. Okay, my job is to listen. All of our jobs is to listen. I'm listening a lot to what you're saying about this Jets and Kirk Cousins situation. I need to put your feet to the fire on this one, What's up? Tussie. You have said countless times, if you're the Jets, go get somebody for now and later. You cannot rely on a 40-plus-year-old player. and has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers, but he is the 40-plus-year-old player coming back off of an Achilles injury. So, now let's make it specific. If the Jets listen to you and they go out there and get Kirk Cousins, is it possible that Aaron Rodgers plays for a third team in his career next year? Ooh. Mm. He ain't going to be the backup with the Jets. We know that. If you're suggesting go get Kirk Cousins, and if he's good, keep him around. Younger, potentially there longer term, are you saying that Aaron Rodgers, if he wants to come back, could go to a third team? I think I am, Ev. I think I am. I I just don't see how you can entrust this football team, as good as they are, to Aaron Rodgers. You tried that. You went all in. It blew up in your face three snaps into the season. How can you trust that Aaron Rodgers is going to be healthy? How can you trust that he's going to come back and give you the kind of quarterback play that it's going to take in order for this team to go on a deep playoff run while you still have top-tier talent on rookie contracts? You just can't, Ev. And that's why I don't think the Aaron Rodgers of it all should preclude the Jets from going out there and making a consequential move whether it's trading for Kirk Cousins now, whether it's drafting a quarterback at the top of the 2024 draft class, I don't think Aaron Rodgers' presence should factor into that one bit because Aaron Rodgers, while he could be a part of the quarterback room, he can't be my sole answer for the quarterback room for the New York Jets going into next season. Do we think there's any world where Aaron Rodgers is going to take a backseat to another quarterback? No, but here's the thing, Small. So there's a difference. You just presented two widely different scenarios, okay? You presented Smalls running 13.1 miles and me running two. (laughs) They ain't the same. No matter how many times she says, you could do it, you could do it. If the Jets have a top five, I can't. If the Jets have a top five, top ten pick in the draft, and they draft any of the young quarterbacks from Caleb Williams to Drake May, whomever it may be, USC and North Carolina respectively, that quarterback can sit behind Aaron Rodgers next year. If they trade for Kirk Cousins, they don't trade for Kirk Cousins and extend them to sit. But let me ask you this question though: If they're in that position with a top five, top ten pick, is Joe Douglas and Rob Sala and Nathaniel Hackett still around to make that pick? Because I don't think they would be. I think they're gone. So, but it doesn't I mean, matter. They so, can still take no, a quarterback. But, but, but my point is, no, they can still take a quarterback. But if those guys are gone, the, the regime that bought in Aaron Rodgers, is he going to still want to be here? That's the other part of yeah. the game. 
So you, it's you're not just, you're ridiculous. Just don't know. It's not ridiculous. While I don't think it's likely, it's not ridiculous to think or to ask. Excuse me. Could Aaron Rodgers' entire Jets career be four total plays? It's not a no, crazy I agree with question you. to wonder. And and by the way, somebody just swooping in right now, which thank you for listening to Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're just sweeping, swooping in right now, you would think we're having a conversation about retirement. We're actually not. It's could this season go so poorly for the New York Jets that everything changes moving forward, and if they do say, let's go and acquire somebody right now like Kirk Cousins, and if he is good, which, sorry haters, he's actually always been good, just maybe not in the playoffs as much, but he's actually always been good, that then they may say, well, he's younger, maybe he's a little cheaper, maybe we extend him. There is a possibility of a third team in Aaron Rodgers' career. Maybe I'm naive. I do not think that there's any scenario that exists where Aaron Rodgers is not back with the Jets and the regime isn't returning. I Mm. know that there's a lot of questions about the way these things have unfolded, but they have a built-in excuse. We put all of our eggs into this basket. It didn't work out the way we envisioned, but they still built a really talented team that this guy wanted to be a part of. And I don't know, guys. After watching everything in the offseason and the way Aaron Rodgers galvanized this team, the way that this one person changed the culture in a short amount of time, I can't imagine the New York Jets, if he's willing to come back, saying no. We, we don't want to invest in you because of your age and because you're coming off of this injury. I think they're going to look at what the team would feel if they passed on him or moved on from him, and I don't think it would be good. So I agree with you. On, I believe he's going to be back also, despite the conversation we're having. But one thing I've noticed through all of this, and I always go through the lens of what would Belichick do. Mm. There's no, <laughs> no, and here's why. What the Jets did as an organization is tell the other guys on the team, we are a one-person team. Because of this one guy, everything's going to be amazing. We're now relevant. We're now really good. We have a Hall of Famer. The problem is when that guy gets there, and then unfortunately for him, he gets hurt, you're demoralized. You are absolutely demoralized. Belichick acquires Hall of Fame talent. He gets them, and then he immediately starts to de-recruit them. And basically, you've done nothing here. That's great. Cool. You were a Hall of Famer over there. You've done nothing here. Compete for your job. And so now it's not relying on the one person. It's relying on the 52-man roster, 53-man roster, whatever it is. And I think the Jets, looking back on it, the regime's mistake is there's a way to embrace Rodgers while also making him one of the guys. They didn't actually do that. Coming up, Joe Fortenbaugh will join us. Mustache or no mustache? (laughs) Next on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. This Good Hands Moment of the Week is brought to you by Allstate with, insur- with insurance from Allstate. You'll be game day ready every day. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent today to learn more. Allstate, you're in good hands. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio with Evan Canty and Michelle coming to you live from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Well, Joe Fortenbaugh, of course, hosts Fortenbaugh, uh, hosts Carlin versus Joe, excuse me, Daily Wager as well. And Fortenbaugh is um, stashless, I believe. Yes! Right, yes! Joe? Joe, are you stashless, even though on our screen you're, you have the stash? You people are sick, you know that? <laughs> you're sick. I come on this show, it's 6.15 a.m. out here. Wow. I had the pleasure, and everyone wants to mock me for my survivor pick. Yes, I am stashless. The mustache is always tied to the survivor pick. As embarrassing as it is to go down in week three, that's pretty much considered successful for me. I went out in week one last oh, year. I went out in week one like three years ago. I don't know why I love this contest so much because I am so bad at it. I had one decent run one year. Outside of that, I'm generally done in the month of September. So I don't know. I got to find a new hobby. I don't know if this is for everyone, but they switched up the, the pictures for you. Jerry did on the um, ESPNU side. You look like a completely different <laughs> person. Like, do not look like the same person at all with the stash versus stashless. I vote stashless. I think you look very good stashless. The stash. Canty's ready to strangle you because he doesn't trust you. Yeah, the stash looks like you drive a white panel van, Joe. I, just, I, just, I, I don't know if I can trust the, the Joe Fortenball analysis when it's coming from the guy with the stash. But just jumping into it, the game of the week is the Miami Dolphins fresh off of a 70-point outburst against the Denver Broncos going up to Orchard Park to take on the Buffalo Bills. Joe, I, I see the line is at two and a half, and I'm looking at the cash. 81% of the cash is coming in. For the Buffalo Bills. Make it make sense for me, Joe. All right. First off, last word on the mustache. Uh, (laughs) Coaching a a T-ball team, I can tell you that all the moms of the other kids are thrilled the mustache is gone. Like, everyone much more comfortable now at practice and at the game. Oh, cool. He won't take our kid home with him. (laughs) Great. We haven't haven't made an awful decision signing up with this guy. (laughs) Maybe he is normal. So, all right. Back to the question at hand. Marquee game of the week. I like this game. I'm betting it. I'm laying the two and a half with Buffalo. I would say if you're going to play Buffalo, you got to get the two and a half. Okay, some of the mar- some of the books are at three, some are at two and a half. Three is the most important number in all of sports betting. More games in football end on a differential of three than any other differential. It's somewhere around 13%. Okay, 24-21, 20 21-17, 31-28. Everyone sees where I'm going here. So you understand if, if three's out there and you like the dog, you got to get a three and a half if it's available. If you like a favorite, you got to get a two and a half if it's available. That's what we're doing here with Buffalo. Let's not look at jerseys. And let's not look at players or coaches. Let's just look at the market. These two teams met in Buffalo last December. Tua was healthy for that game. Buffalo was laying seven. So now you essentially have same coaching staffs, same players meeting in Buffalo, and it's two and a half. It's four and a half less points. Why is that? Well, we just saw Miami look fantastic against Denver. Okay. Okay. We got to respect that. 
the offense can score. They're better, okay? But they blew out Denver and they blew out the Chargers. Go to that week two game on the road, big environment against New England. Patriots held them to less than 400 yards and 24 total points. So it's not as if they're hanging 70 on everybody. Buffalo's defense, number two in the NFL in scoring D right now. They can score a bunch on offense. I think the play is Buffalo at less than a field goal. Third road game in four weeks for Miami. It's a pretty tricky spot. Joe, let's pivot to college football. Dion and the Colorado Buffaloes, Coach Prime, excuse me, after that loss to Oregon, how are you approaching wagering on USC, number eight USC in Colorado? I have been fading Colorado all year, and I took a lot of grief for it early in the year, and I was wrong, and I had to eat that because they were better than I expected. But Joe Fortinball's opportunities have presented themselves the last couple <laughs> weeks, and Joe Fortinball has been cashing in. They were too big of a favorite against Colorado State, We took the Rams. We won. We said last week, do not buy into the hype. Mad dog wanting to bet 10 grand on Colorado. Look, Dion's doing doing a nice job. Okay. Colorado is better than expected. But the idea that they're on the national level right now on that top stage is just flawed. It's flawed thinking. And that's what's creating opportunity going the other way. So we play Oregon last week and we win. No surprise. This week. If I were to pick a side, I would pick USC. I think there's just a better opportunity to bet the over. It's a huge number at 73 and a half. I think it should be closer to 77. Here's why. USC scoring 55 points per game. They've hung 42 or more on everybody. They're going to put up a huge number against this Colorado defense that's giving up more than 30 points per game. And also keep in mind, Lincoln Riley loves selling quarterback recruits on the fact that they win Heisman trophies under him. Caleb Williams, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, but... Caleb's no longer the favorite to win the Heisman. Michael Penix at Washington just surpassed him last week. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if USC wants to hang a huge number in this game. But we're going to need help from Colorado. Their offense looked terrible last week. Well, they're not at Oregon. They're at home this week. And this USC defense isn't nearly as good as the Ducks. So I'd go over 73.5 points there. Last thing here with Joe Fortenbaugh. Of course, you hear him weekdays, noon until 3 Eastern time here on ESPN Radio. Carlin versus Joe. You see him on Daily Wager on the TV side. I don't know gambling at all like you do or wagering like you do. I'm just curious on a hunch aspect of this. Dolphins score 70. My my assumption is, well, they must hit the under this week. We have a baseball team that scores 15-plus runs in a game. We'll take the under in the next game. Do you operate that way, or is that dumb thinking that if you go high, the next game is automatically low? Okay, so this is a really good conversation. Uh, we don't want to make it an automatic, okay? We don't want to have any any automatics. We don't want to have hard, fast rules um, in any of these situations. We want to have guidelines and we want to stay flexible with what the information presents us. But yes, oftentimes when you see a certain performance, especially an outlier performance, you're going to have an overreaction. And that overreaction can be very valuable if you're willing to think the other way. Here's an example of this. Week one in the NFL, the Seahawks are at home. They're laying five against the Rams. Everyone thinks the Rams are going to be terrible. Seahawks are going to be good. Seahawks lose that game outright. They get upset at home. They don't look good defensively. That same week, Detroit went to Kansas City, and they beat the Chiefs on their home field in front of everybody. So what happens is um, the second week, Detroit was supposed to be laying like a field goal against the Seahawks. That number jumped up to like six. It got really high. That was an overreaction, and as a result, look at what happened. Seattle went in, played them tough, and then beat them in overtime. So that's one of the things you want to look for, Evan. I think you're on the right track there. It's not a hard, fast rule, but when we see outlier performances, sometimes they're could be value betting against that occurrence the following week because the market has overcorrected itself. Thank you, Joe. Great job as always. 
I mean, is there anything else I can do for you three? Let me know when yeah. you're willing to do me a favor. Because okay. right now, this is a very one-sided relationship. We have look to at be you. invited. Look at you, Smallman, because you sit there quietly letting them do your dirty work, but I know how you feel. How do I feel about what? Well, you're either siding with them, which means you're against me, or you're siding with me, but that would be a huge problem for you with them. I'll allow all you guys to discuss that as I move off. Joe, it's not a one-sided relationship. I loaned you my co-host. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. What a favor that is, by the way, (laughs) hearing his takes on cheese on a regular basis. Oh, bacon. Just a delight for me. I agree with him. Bacon being cooked is the best smell in the world. It's a fantastic smell. It's a dangerous smell. It's a fantastic smell. Underrated cheese. Just throwing that out there. (laughs) You guys are the best. I love you. Thank you so much for having me on. I always always appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you don't. Thank you. Uh, Sorry, we're very distracted. Smoked Gouda is a great cheese. Yeah. By the way, Joe, now that you're off, I'll go right at you. Um, in order for somebody to go to a party, you have to be invited to the party. We have invited you to our party two or three times now. We've never been invited to your party. Let's remember that. Okay? We try to get on track with our picks coming up. It's unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. This is a challenge. Challenge. This is ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. It is the Pick'em Challenge. Unsportsmanlike, ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smolman. Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Now, before we get to this quickly, because Joe Fortenbaugh just called us out because, you know, we are not on his show. I don't know which why we would be called out by that. And I said, you know, you can't be you can't go to a party you're not invited to. And we haven't been invited to Carlin versus Joe. And based on the standings right now, we are uh, one game behind them. They're six and three. We're five and four to which CC whispered in my ear. I've been to a million parties that I wasn't invited to. I have been. And I've had a great time. How does that work? Well, is somebody going to really tell me I can't come in the party? I mean, I played for the New York Giants. I played for the Dallas Cowboys, won a Super Bowl, was in the league over a decade. I'm 6'8", 340 pounds. So I've got all the things going for me. So why would I not be able to get into the party? Here's what he's saying. The people throwing the party are going to welcome him in because of his resume and because of who he is. And the door guy is certainly not going to go up against him. There you go, Smalls. There you go. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Wait a second. You think the door guy's going to look CeCe up and down and say, you can't get in? Javante Lawrence, producer of this show, uh, one of the producers of this show. Javante, was that a humble brag or just a brag by CeCe? <laughs> because you usually grade these things. Humble brag 
or brag? Uh, I mean, I guess it's kind of a humble brag because it it's true, though. Like, you got to live up to it. You can't, can't disagree with it. I mean, it's true. If I was 6'8", <laughs> not going to uh, guess this way, I might get it wrong. But if I was, if I was his size, I'd do the same thing. Just show up and do whatever I want. Yeah. Must be nice. But, like, if you know nice. you weren't invited to a party, if you're like, wait, like, I wasn't invited to so-and-so's party? Like, that's crazy. We're good friends. Why wasn't I not invited? You'll still just go. Yeah, I'll still go. If I know about it, I would go. Like, I know I'm not in the circle of trust with Mike Greenberg, and Greenie had this you know, special dinner for the, friend, for the friends of Get Up. I saw that. But if I knew where it was, I would absolutely crash the dinner. Really? I would absolutely show up and go. You, yeah, no question about wait, it. Wait, so this is not just a party you'd crash. You're talking about an exclusive dinner party you'd Yeah, crash. absolutely. I'm, I'm there. I'm going. Wow. I'm, I'm going to make them tell me no. I'm going to make it uncomfortable <laughs> for them if they don't want me there. Yeah. Just pull up a it's chair. I'm, I'm pulling up. Like okay, so up. last thing on this because I just want I'm thinking. Why a lot. are you so fascinated? Because I, I, I would never do this. I he give goes you full ski. He's well, pulling right up. I, I don't want to mention. Ski, I don't, don't want to do names on this, but you and I have a mutual friend that I know is having a charity event. I don't know if you, you were invited, but even if you weren't, you're just gonna go. A mutual who's having a charity event? I, okay, oh, so yeah. in other words, I, I'll tell you I about don't, it off see, air. That's the thing. They don't want me to know that it's going on because they know how I get down. <laughs> I'm showing up, Smalls. That's right. I mean, if, listen, if I know you and you having something and I want to go there, I'm gonna show up. Listen, and guess what? If you tell me I can't come, then I know where things stand with us. Like I have, I have more information about our relationship. Are we real friends or are we work friends? I don't know. But guess what? I'm gonna find out if I show up <laughs> and I'm not invited. And based on how you treat me, is going to form how I treat you moving forward. Okay, so CC, Ev, you guys both always have a seat at my table. But if I'm throwing an event, you guys are both invited. But Evan. I- I'm sorry? You're oh. going to be there for sure. But I know that if CC shows up and he's not invited, I could just tell he's going to be a good time. He's going to bring the energy. He's going to be the life of the party. I know that the vibes are going to be right. Oh, for sure. See, I don't think whatever you just said was about him. I think that was, <laughs> I, think that was I guess I have to invite you. There no. You that no. was not about Chris. No, no. You, you want to know why I said that? Because yeah. I know you well enough. You would never show up if you weren't invited. No chance in hell. And that's why I'm saying I if may not he show shows up, up uninvited, invited, to be honest, if that means leaving my house. That's what I mean. So that's why I said that. Because I know if, if for some reason you two weren't invited to an event that I threw, you're not coming if you're not invited. 100%. Don't be afraid of rejection, Ev. It's late. a part of life. Too Don't late. be afraid of it. It's okay. 40, I'm 43 years into this. All right. We're losing. We're being rejected by our picks right now. Uh, Game night. So Q Myers and everybody, Emmett Golden, they're 8-1. 8-1. 8-1. I think they actually pick games after Thursday Night Football. Right. They're on after. Like, oh, we got the Lions, 34-20. Like, oh, yeah, that just happened. Um, they ha- So Freddie and Harry are at 6-3. Uh, and three. Carlin versus Joe at 6-3. and three. And we are at 5-4. and four. Amber and Ian, 4-5. and five. And Greeny is 2-7. and seven. By the way, the unsportsmanlike marathon uh, filling in for Greeny today in about 25 minutes. You're going right. to get more of us, which is awesome. And, and a great honor for us to be able to fill in for Greeny. CC, uh, we would suggest our picks, but you overruled them anyway. So what are we picking this week? No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Joe, right. Joe, Joe Fortenbaugh completely changed my mind when it came to the Dolphins-Bills game. I was right on that Dolphins hype yeah. train. I believe in Tua. I believe in this offense and Mike McDaniels being innovative. But – when you're betting games against the spread, it's all about market inefficiencies. And I think Joe is on to something when it comes to the same cast of characters being involved in the game late last season in Buffalo. So I'm all about taking the Bills and laying the two and a half points. And guess what? If the Bills don't cover, then they're probably not going to win, which is a great story for us because I still get to kill Josh Allen for all the mistakes and not being able to beat a lead dog in that division. So I love it. I don't feel like there's a way we can lose if we lay the two and a half with Buffalo. 
By the way, I would have, uh, like, if I had a say, I would have agreed with you on that. Okay. But you're coming to the party even if you're not invited, so it doesn't matter. There you go. All right, the next game, Ravens and Browns. Browns favored by three. I think this is a really good matchup this weekend. I've said it, and I will continue to say it. I think this is going to be the star game on Monday. I think Lamar versus Deshaun Watson, despite the fact that the Browns' defense is amazing, I think those are going to be the headliners more than Tua versus Allen. That's not a knock on Tua versus Allen. I just in my head the way it's going to play out is lower scoring in the game we think is higher scoring higher scoring in the game we think is lower scoring. I don't know who to pick in this game. I can make an argument either way, but I kind of like the Browns guys. I kind of like the Browns over the Ravens. I, I mean, here's the thing: I trust the Browns defense more than I trust any unit that's going to be on the field between uh-huh. these teams on Sunday. And so that's the one thing I'll look at: like the Browns defense is number one in yards and points. They got a pass rush that can get after it. Zadarius Smith was an outstanding add to go be the bookend alongside Miles Garrett. They put a lot of pressure on opposing quarterbacks. They shut people down. I mean, what they allowed 94 total yards of offense to the Titans last week. This is a team that's going to be able to hang their hat on the defense. I don't know what I'm going to get week to week from Deshaun Watson in that offense, but as well as the defense is playing, I don't know how much that matters. Okay, does it matter that the Ravens and Lamar have a 6-2 and two record against Cleveland? That does matter. And you know Lamar is good at escaping. So I don't know who we're picking because you guys picked opposite teams. No, I, I'm on board with – are we going with the Browns? Small said the Browns. I can't, You're wearing I just, your Ravens purple. Uh, uh, yeah, just because am, of the defense. It's Purple Friday, but where are you at with this? Whatever you Wait, want. Wait, are we doing No, no, no. Purple? Don't start that. Hold Don't on. start Hold that. On. Real quick. Are we doing Purple Friday? Is that a thing? Uh, oh, it's for me. I played for the team. Purple Friday is a thing. You oh, played okay. for three teams. Okay. I don't see you wearing a star. Friday. Well, they don't do Blue Friday with the Giants. And they don't you want do me to give gray, you a Jewish star? You can gray. wear that for the Cowboys? Well, I'm, I'm not touching that. Ravens <laughs> plus three or Browns minus three? What are we doing? You're, you're the... I have to be the tiebreaker? Vote! Yep. Pick one. Go with the Browns. Okay, why not? There it is. Why not? There so it is. It's probably going to be the Ravens. Great. Probably. All right, Pats at Cowboys. Cowboys six and a half point favorites. This is a candy can't lose game. I'm, I'm all over the Dallas Cowboys laying at six and a half. And if they lose at home to the Mac Jones-led New England Patriots, that is going to be the lead on every sports show on Monday morning, including ours. So go with the Cowboys. Lay the six and a half. They have to bounce back after getting embarrassed in Arizona. I'm with you. It's a, it's a redemption game. Let's go with the Cowboys. Are we? I just thought about this. Are we playing this incorrectly? Should we be looking at the picks that Q Myers and Emmett Golden have on game night and just picking opposite those to try to catch up in the standings? No. We, no? It's too early in the season to be doing late all that. Late in the yeah. season we're going to do that? Plus, I don't they're think picking we'll have right. to because we'll be in the lead late in the season. Okay. Ooh, I there love you that go. positivity. See, this That's is it. what I'm nervous about. If the Ravens win on Sunday – I'm nervous about the way that CeCe's going to feel about you and I picking against his team, him being right and us being okay, wrong. Yeah, you but- should be nervous. 71% of the cash against the spread in Cowboys and Patriots is on New England. Mm-hmm. 71%. I did not like, as a Pats fan. 71% are going with the Patriots plus six and a half. I don't, I was, I that don't is, like that the Cowboys ooh, lost last week. The Cowboys ooh. losing last week throws me off a little bit because of the fact then it's like the bounce back thing. Yeah. Like, are they really going to lose two games in a row to Arizona and New England who are not necessarily – no, Arizona's not going to make the playoffs. New England may not be a playoff team. Yeah, but here's the thing. The Patriots and Bill Belichick's defense can muck up a game like nobody's business. I mean, they held the, the Dolphins to 24 points, and the Dolphins scored 36 points and 70 points in the other two games respectively. Like I just – I don't know that the Dallas Cowboys are going to have that big bounce-back statement game and blow the doors off of the Patriots. They could get a win and still not cover that six and a half. Well, then I'll tell you something. Coming up on Tuesday or whenever we're going to do your power rankings next week, then my bet is if what you just said comes to fruition, 
let's call it a 21-17 Cowboys win. Lions are jumping in them in the power rankings. You watch. Lions will be in his power rankings next week if the Cowboys have a close win against New England or obviously a loss, if that were to be the case. What are, you, what are you giving that look for? I'm not saying anything. Now he's not going to have a You're going to almighty. I'm predicting this. Yes. Now he's going to have I the Lions see into drop the future. without playing. He's going to go all Portland on you. Full Portland. Heaven almighty. Here we go. Not going to give Here you what you go. want. Oh, boy. Coming up, what is Pat Costello over? We'll get to that <laughs> next. It's on Sportsman Like on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do. You do. We all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Along with Michelle Small and Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Tune into the playoff chase baseball, of course, tonight. Diamondbacks, Astros coverage begins 9 p.m. Eastern, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. All right, each and every day at this time, we find out what producer Pat Costello is over. Pat gets annoyed with a lot of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pat is somebody that we put out on the uh, social media at Unsports ESPN and the Dr. Pepper call-in line there and the Dr. Pepper chime-in line there with um, the picture of his uh, toys that he has in honor of the Toy Story <laughs> game coming up 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time ESPN Plus with the Jaguars and the Falcons this action Sunday. Action figures. Action figures, I'm sorry. Thank you. His action you, figures. Um, he tells us what he's over, mm. what's bothering him. There you see it on the screen on ESPNU. Um, and I know he's got something because he's a big Phillies fan about Major League Baseball. So we are going to give this to Pat as part of the progressive MLB Snapshot brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Pat, go ahead. Kick us off with your baseball thing that you're over. I am over Angel Hernandez. He is the single worst thing in Major League Baseball, and he needs to be fired. I'm not one, I am not one to call for people's jobs. Last night, if you didn't see it, Bryce Harper had a check swing on a 3-2 pitch, and he gets called out for it. We're showing it on ESPNU right now. It's all over Twitter. It's on ESPN. It's just such a bad call, it's ridiculous. And Bryce Harper ends up getting thrown out of the game for it for arguing. Angel Hernandez is literally ruining games and making the games more about him than the actual product on the field. Nobody went to Citizens Bank Park last night, the last regular season game of the year, to see Angel Hernandez. They want to see Bryce Harper. And there are no repercussions for umpires. They're 
than there need to be because he's horrendous. But nothing. Here's the thing that it confuses me from a baseball rules and regulations perspective. Nothing you just said is new. This has been going on with Angel Hernandez yeah. forever. I also am not over the text that Pat sent us when he was watching the Phillies and the Pirates game when the score was 0-0 and it had a P for Pittsburgh and then a 0 and then a 0 and a P for Philadelphia when he sent that. I'm not over that. Think about the spelling on that. That was funny. Pat's a two-year-old, as am I. Um, anyway. And that's but- how Angel Hernandez umpires. But I'm bum. All right. Um, what else are you over? I'm still not over Angel Hernandez. Um. <laughs> but you're right. Nothing will happen. This this is who Angel Hernandez I, is. I he always makes it I just don't himself. understand why we haven't transitioned to the electronic strike zone. Like, what, what are we waiting on? We, we got the technology to do it. Why, why have the inconsistency in the element of human error when we don't have to have it? It's going to happen. Baseball is has, it? I think so, eventually, yeah. But baseball has so much goodwill happening right now with all the rules changes. People are loving the the quicker games, and I think if you're going to do something like that, you mean you need to make 120 percent sure that it's going to be effective without I any. I, wor- I worry about the umpires union getting involved in that one, but I will say this: since 2017, the highest attendance in a baseball season, over 70 million fans going to baseball games this year. So. Right. But here's why I disagree that it has to be perfect for sports conversation, rules, and things going wrong leads to unbelievable conversation. If you think about you may not like it as a player, CeCe, but if you think about some of these things, like disputes over rules, over replay, over was it a catch, was it not a catch, actually triggers conversation that doesn't stop. So if there's a screw-up here and there, like we would not be talking about the Phillies-Pirates game unless there was an umpire screw-up or unless there was a rule screw-up. So I actually think sometimes it's good for this. So you just compared Angel Hernandez to the tush push? Yes, which, by the way... (laughs) You want to play this? Because we can, we can add to this if you want. I don't – guess. well, sorry, Pat. Uh, Jack Del Rio, who's the defensive coordinator for the Commanders, listen to what he said about the tush push because CeCe was wondering, like, are people really complaining about this? Listen to this guy. This is a, this is a coordinator in the NFL. Well, it's not being uh, officiated as illegal, so we just have to prepare for it. I mean, that's I, – I would personally like to see it eliminated, not just because they run it better than anybody, although they do run it better than anybody. But um, I, I, I don't think that's a football play. I think it's a, a nice rugby play. And um, it's not what we're looking for in football. But until it's outlawed, uh, we'll prepare for it and get ready to you know, do our best to stop it. You didn't see that one coming. No, I didn't. I mean, it's self-serving because he's a defensive coordinator and yeah. it's a next-to-impossible play to stop in short-yardage situations. But I'll say this. We saw a similar rule about a decade ago outlawed on field goals and point-after attempts where defensive linemen would be pushed by linebackers that were stacked behind them. And the big push, no pun intended, to get that ruled out of the game was because of player safety. I have a hard time seeing them outlaw players being pushed on field goals and PATs to block kicks as a player safety issue and not looking at that as a direct parallel to that. So, I mean, if it's really about player safety and you're going to outlaw defensive linemen being pushed on field goals, PATs, then offensive players should not be allowed to push quarterbacks into the line of scrimmage on quarterback sneaks. All right, Pat, what else are you over? I hate when there are fees when I buy things online. Ugh, or if I order totally. food or something like that. Why is it that I order a $15 thing on like a delivery app and then I have to pay, pay $15 in fees as well? Uh, like I'm, a delivery fee, totally. a service fee. Man, Pat, Pat, I'm with you on that one. And the thing that takes it to the next level is that they lump the taxes and fees together. Like they have everything else itemized and broken out. But I can't see how much I'm paying in fees 
and I can't see how much I'm paying in taxes. I want to know exactly how much the fees are that you're charging me because just maybe, just maybe, I won't be losing your delivery service. I might be using somebody else's. I'm just putting that out there. Pat, you just triggered something in me. I didn't think I would get this emotional on something that you're over, but I am because I feel you. I understand exactly where you're coming from. Wait, are we seeing a reconciliation here between you and Pat? No, not not at all. But oh, I'm just saying okay. we're, we're, this is this is this is something that 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 is mutually a, agitating. A commonality. Where, where you're all wrong here is you you have to understand for one of the greatest luxuries in life, which is not moving, you're gonna have to pay extra. So if you want a delivery service where you can be in your apartment and you could sit there in your shorts and your T-shirt, and, like, you're going out to play basketball in an hour and not have to move. And because you pay $15 extra, the wings that you love are at your door, and you never have to go outside in the pouring rain that we're in in New York City tonight. It is worth paying extra, CeCe. I just want a little transparency. I don't mind paying for it. I just want to know what I'm paying. No, no, but don't. Why we got to have the taxes and fees together? Why can't it be taxes and then fees? You got everything else itemized except that part. Why? It's because you're trying to give me the old screw job. That's why. (laughs) Hey, phrasing. (laughs) What else are you over? We got a new beef, too. He has so many. Hidden fees. He has so many. They know who they are, too. They know who they are. The delivery service, they know who they are. Give us one more, Pat. All right, last one. Is that people who hate wrestling? Uh, Wrestling's great and really fun, and it's great to watch on TV, and it's great to watch in person, and if you hate it, it's just there's no reason for it. It's great. Mm. And, uh, I, I think we're agreeing on that. I think it's that you're a grown man with wrestling action figures on display for any guests that come in your home. Yeah, that's the piece. That's the difference. And guess Nobody's- what the first thing they'd be talking about is? The wrestling figures. When their Uber's coming and they'll pay the double fees? <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, don't leave. Don't leave. This guy has wrestling figures. I got to go. You now- guys, I met the best guy. You should see all of his action figures. Said no That's woman ever. Saying. Said no woman ever. Hey, I met this sweetest, Yet. nicest guy. He's got Iron Mike Sharp action figure. He's got the Brooklyn Brawler action figure. Ladies, he's got John Cena. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. More mimosas for the group. More mimosas. He's got John Cena. From on top of the bar because the action figures are below the bar. There you go. Uh, coming up. It's us. It's more of us. We're in for Greeny. And for some of you, we're on to Monday. It's Unsportsmanlike. Go Pats on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.